0: The Good Soup Podcast is brought to you by Pilgrim Roasters. Pilgrim Roasters is a roastery and coffee shop located at 4120 Main Street in Manayunk, Philadelphia. Pilgrim Roasters specializes in coffees brought in from all over the world and roasted right there in-house. You can find any of those coffees online at www.pilgrimroasters.com and apply code GoodSoup10 at checkout to take 10% off your very first order. Now that is a good soup. Good soup. Soup's not a meal. You are
1: supposed to buy me a meal. I'm not stopping you from eating. Go ahead and eat. Get anything you want.
0: Very good. Very good.
2: Yeah. You know something? <laughs> no soup for you. Yeah, we both have so much in common. We both love soup.
1: Hi. Guess who's back? Back again.
0: Good soup's back.
1: Good soup's back. Tell hey, we're doing more good soup. Uh, things look a little different around here for starters. You, uh, can, see. you can see. They us. look. So, yeah. Yeah. this is That's what we new. look like. Uh, if you're listening,
0: <laughs> same old, same old, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, audio hasn't changed. Yeah, hopefully. I mean,
1: I mean it might sound a little. We're in a different room. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean,
0: no echo, brick walls. Yeah, yeah. we're. Uh, My
3: voice actually got a bit
2: deeper. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Dan,
1: yeah. Dan yeah. hit Dan puberty. Dan hit
2: puberty for yay, the, yay. the 100th time.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we are. Live from the studio, uh, doing video podcasts as well as audio podcasts now. Uh, you'll probably be seeing a lot more of us in the future. We've got some exciting things planned. We won't talk about any of them now in case we don't actually do any of them.
0: But <laughs> Backup plans. Backup plans.
1: Covering our asses. Uh, but welcome back to the Good Soup yeah. Film
0: Podcast.
3: Sorry, we were go- gone so long. Just you know, after we saw Morbius, yeah, yeah we had to time
0: yeah. process the Some,
1: greatest yeah, movie. Yeah, it's the ever made. process. We, we've seen Morbius one more billion times, and we kind of came to an agreement as a group that just like. We can only make so many
0: Morbius podcasts. Yeah. I truly do think Morbius is the Citizen Kane of this generation. It will I change agree. everything. Yeah. Truth. It really, like, we were in 2016, mm-hmm. but Morbius brought us into 2022. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree.
2: What a profound thought. Thank what you. a profound yeah. thought. I wow. have a lot of them. Um,
1: but yeah, specifically in this podcast, we're going to be talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and Everything Everywhere All at Once, two movies that are similar, two movies that are different. Uh, we missed a couple movies while we were gone, though. A couple movies came and went that we didn't get a chance to talk about, so we figured we'd hit you with a a, a, a quick recap, a quick uh, a little quick rapid just, fire, yeah, a little rapid fire. So we'll we'll go down the list. We'll go down to uh, we'll go to, down to oldest. Turning Red came out. Disney Pixar Turning Red. I did not see that one. Dan didn't see it. I, I saw it. I
2: did too. Uh,
0: didn't love it. It was okay. I
2: yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Can you tell me why? Pontificate, yeah. please.
2: Um. I am a daughter, and I have a mother, <laughs> and so I. There's been a lot of like mother-daughter movies recently, or mm-hmm. they've at least had some mother-daughter aspects, and they've yeah. been hidden I love my mom, mom. If you're watching, <laughs> love you, yeah. but like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, for for me, I enjoyed like the thematic elements and the story elements. I thought, and I, and I really liked like the visual style and everything. For me it just didn't hold up together as a movie. I thought no. there were I thought there were good scenes, but the connective tissue was just like one thing would happen and then we would just completely forget about it and move on to another thing. It
0: felt a little bit um constipated and all over the place. I don't I didn't mean to like use that word. You didn't mean but, to
1: shit on turning red? Yeah,
0: I didn't mean to shit on turning red. But it just yeah. felt a little bit bloated. That's the word I was going for. Yeah. Just yeah. a little bit of stuff shoved together. I will agree the art style was yeah, very cool. I yeah, I love yeah. the animation yeah. style. The animation style was that part, awesome.
1: That part was great and yeah, the story I I really liked. It just it it didn't keep it consistent enough for me to enjoy it. That's fair. Uh the outfit came out with Mark Rylance. Uh kind of kind of an under the radar and Dylan O'Brien was in it too. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I was, really
2: enjoyed it. It was really really the quick. The last
3: like 5 minutes were
1: weird.
2: So stupid. Yeah, yeah. but like so everything we'll just, before that. We can just pretend you, that it actually ended. Did like, you see the outfit? I did not. That's uh, why I, was, I, was, I quiet. was like it was cute. a good yeah. like
1: it was very like uh El- bad times at the Owl Royale, where it was yeah. like kind of Tarantino-esque where it's like one room, all dialogue, interesting characters. Uh, like not really anything like crazy, incredible, like greatest movie you've ever seen, but like really enjoyable watch. Yeah, I did really, watch the trailer. Really solid. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was good. Cool. It wasn't bad.
2: Yeah, yeah, had fun style to it too. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, Fantastic Beast: The Secrets of Dumbledore. I am gonna. Not go on a tangent.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. We do. Ha- we only have limited time for so this. Yeah, thankfully, so thankfully, uh, I
2: did not watch it. Yeah. Otherwise, I I'd saw be it Alone
1: in the movie yeah.
3: theater. Same. And,
1: uh, it was alone, fun. Alone,
2: Dan, just you. Just me. Yeah. No, no oh, one no I, there. One there? Well, me, well, Dan, and Nicole Dan, Kidman. Well, no. Oh right, Ni- yeah. Dan, it was
1: you, Nicole Kidman and the Secret of Dumbledore.
3: And uh, do you know what the secret was? Wait, Dan. Uh, no spoilers.
1: Oh, well, Dan, his secret's censored in China. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, it
0: wasn't a good movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It yeah. was. Yeah, it was a really bad movie. Like, yeah. like, I don't. I wasn't expecting it to be a good movie. No. Yeah. I wasn't going in like, oh my god, I can't wait for Fantastic Beast. It has that was problem anybody? where it's like, the, the Beast adventure part is fun, well, and no. I enjoy that. No,
3: the the biggest thing. That's This is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> biggest right. thing of this franchise is New and his friends yes. and the Fantastic Beast. That's fun. I enjoyed And then that. there's and all the Dumbledore also there. But then Stop the trying to raise Harry the Potties. stakes
0: of the movie. Just make no, it a fun no, but, new Eric, yeah, hey, just
3: give me Newt and Bakery Man. Thank you. Let them go capture animals. Yeah, so that was
1: Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also saw Sonic 2, which we uh, we did. We, we tried to record something, but uh, so it's. So I just uh, I don't know. had a lot of difficulty. I don't I was, know if it'll see the light of
0: day. It was my personal 9-11 because <laughs> I bought a children's Sonic costume, uh, like for a birthday party. And I wore it to the theater thinking mm. like, ah, this is going to be so funny. Yeah. It's going to be great. All these dudes are going to come up to me and be like, yo, Sonic. And it just was a bunch of kids. And I had to take like 20 pictures. And parents yeah. were like kind of rude to me.
2: Is there any way we could show the viewers yeah, this costume? For, for
0: those uh, watching. Because
2: uh, it's it's beautiful. Yeah.
0: I'll, I'll we'll, we'll roll it in. Um, it's right there. Yeah. It's right, I it's couldn't right there. say. So it's right there. I couldn't sit like this in the theater because the suit was made of like this styrofoam, yeah. so I had to lay back. They they
1: like also they this. also didn't let you keep the helmet on. <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't let me keep the
2: head on. And then it was like the second you walked into a yeah, the theater, was, well,
3: like, I mean, you know, you know hey when man,
0: a strange hey man, man, man in a Sonic costume walks uh, into a theater. Geotrim- but Sonic, <laughs> Sonic to the movie, I liked it. I um, did not. I, I know that like it's a kids' movie mm-hmm. and it's a stupid kids' movie. There's an uptown funk dance scene in 2022, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But the last 40 <laughs> minutes, I would argue, are some of the best action scenes in any video game movie well, ever I, made. I, I it focus, it is when it's focused
3: on Sonic, yeah, yeah, yes. I
1: agree. I th- I would say I would say that Sonic Two is making a valiant attempt to be a better movie than Sonic One. And I think that's why it's not very good. Okay. The first one sucked, but it kind of knew that it sucked. Yeah. The second one was like, no, we're going to make like a movie now. And then Sonic made a winter soldier joke and Yeah, the, the whole yeah. problem
0: with the movie is the humans. Yeah. That whole wedding scene yeah. where it's, they like go to the wedding and I get they set it up to introduce Gon and then bring Shadow yeah. in later. It's like spoiler
1: alert. It's but, like it's like the got the modern Godzilla movies. Like nobody gives a shit about the humans. No. They just want to see big
0: monsters. If fights. it was just yeah. Knuckles and Sonic, because Idris Elba is That's Knuckles. So sexy. Sexy? <laughs> and <laughs> good. Like he was a good Knuckles. I like Jim Carrey, even if he made the same joke like fifty times. I mean, He, did, he did
1: floss. He did floss.
0: He did floss. Yeah. Um, Funniest
2: part of the movie, actually.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I liked it. I like oh, Sonic. No. Whatever. Sonic, too. Sue uh, The Northman came out.
3: Not enough Goblin Mode. Not enough Goblin Mode. If the yeah. movie was just entirely Alexander Skarsgård going sicko mode on people, yeah. I would have been into it. I agree. But I, instead, there was just a long stretch of time where I was like, oh.
1: Yeah, I'll say uh, of the three recent Robert Egger movies, The Witch, The, the Lighthouse, and The Northman. The worst. Yeah, yeah, definitely not my favorite. I definitely wouldn't say it's... for lack of trying, though. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie, it's a movie that I watched. I said, I'm glad I watched that. I don't really have any urge to watch it again. No. Production
0: yeah. design was really terrible cool. Like, that was the highlight of the movie, and the cinematography it's was really beautiful. solid. Yeah. I liked it. It's just the plot was boring. It was a lot of walk and talking. It reminded me of Green Knight in the way yeah. that, like, it just progressed and went nowhere in the yeah. middle. I do want to bring up one point mm-hmm. real quick. Alexander Skarsgård, he's not an athlete. Like, the scenes where he's running around in the beginning, he looks... Like, he doesn't know how to, like, run. Yeah. And it, it's weird to me. But
1: like, it's great, though. I love it. it.
0: It works, but you're like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about it. Because I was watching nah, it, I and I'm like, it. the fluidity of his movement it. is non-existent. I'm yeah, like, but there's, this guy would get two things. in, like, two seconds. Yes. There's two
3: things I want to point out. Mm-hmm. Two scenes that stick out to
0: my head. Yeah, I know one,
3: one of them. One, when they're just around the fire barking like dogs. Me and the boys do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I me and the boys. And second, the... The final fight scene was the most metal shit I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. two naked men fighting in a volcano. See, I thought you were going to bring up Willem Dafoe, hanging dong.
1: But well, I'm mad to give him that. Willem yeah.
0: Dafoe. If you he took a bunch the... of edibles and yeah. watched that movie, like, oh my Willem God. Dafoe yeah. would terrify. Yeah, I, he I was. <laughs> he <terrified laughs> Yeah, he was sober. scary. Um,
1: but yeah, The Northman kind of a mixed bag. Not bad. Not great.
0: If it's judged against like other movies, yeah. it's good. If it's judged against other eggers, it's not so it's good. It's
1: definitely a movie that I would say is worth a watch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's worth a rewatch though.
2: I would say no. Yeah. It was yeah, a little it was a little overwhelming it. for yeah. me.
1: Uh Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Me and Allie saw it.
2: Surprisingly fun for yeah. the most part. Not not. Definitely uh, a kids' movie.
1: Not bad. Yeah. Directed by Akiva Schaefer, Lonely Island, Andy Sandberg, all those guys. Um some really funny bits. Like the yeah. bit the bits We're are hysterical. Good. Lonely island. Yeah. That's what yeah. they do. But the movie as a whole it, it is a kids movie. It feels yeah. very kids movie. Um who is
2: Who the Detective? Yeah.
1: The She's lady Beale from Bill Street.
2: The yeah. lead leading lady. Which is a beautiful movie, by so the way. No, she was great. She played her part with like the utmost sincerity, which like really sold it because it's like Kiki Lane. ridiculous. Kiki, yeah. Kiki
1: Lane plays like the head detective. No, okay.
2: she's not the head. Oh well, she's the, like she's the Gumby. So no head. J.K. Yeah. Simmons JK
1: is K. Gumby. Is, <laughs> J.K. Simmons is the uh, the Gumby police chief, and uh, she's uh, Simmons, like a detective. Yeah, she's like the main. She's the Anything. main. All she's the main cop that we follow. Yes, uh, but yeah. she like. If you've seen Beale Street, she, like, gives a really great, just, like, earnest, like, childlike performance where, like, she just has, like, this, like, natural, like, naivete to her. And it works so well in, like, a kid's detective caper movie. Okay. Because, like, she's interacting with two animated chipmunks but she sounds so goddamn sincere. She does. like yeah. That. And it works so well. She really
2: is
0: like, I stupid. mean, yeah. essentially really at that point, it. you are voice acting. I, I yeah. mean, you're acting physically, but if you're around animated figures and there's no one actually there, it's yeah. really like a voice acting. You game. guys ever they hear just, that story
3: of Ian McCown losing his mind on the Hobbit set? Oh yeah, because he couldn't act with a tennis ball. Yeah.
0: Because yeah.
1: it was all green screen yeah. and a tennis ball. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and I will say, uh, Chippendale, it it works and it both doesn't work. I, it's hard to tell because it's a very like making fun of studios and like specifically like it makes fun of a lot of Disney. It brings up a lot of like dark Peter Pan actor stuff. Like the the it like one of the main characters is Peter Pan and his story like mimics the story of the actual kid who voiced uh, Peter Pan, which is very dark. Yeah, and it's like I don't know how to feel about it because it feels this movie feels like. The studio should not have approved it. Like it feels like they get away with a lot, which makes me feel like the studio did approve it, which makes the jokes a little less funny and like those kind of nods and like, om like references I mean, yeah. just like a little sour because it's like yeah, it's you guys Disney also getting did this yeah Disney's getting the last laugh, but yeah. like it, it yeah. feels like a movie that was constructed and made like. With Disney kind of turning a bl- like it, it feels like they shouldn't have been able to get away yeah. with a lot of stuff. Well, I
3: mean, it. that's just corporations in general. of Shows like yeah. The Boys is a pretty big anti-capitalist show. Airs yeah. on Amazon Prime.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. By honestly, Amazon. I wouldn't be surprised if it was in Lonely Island's contract that they had to have some kind of final cut say. Yeah, and maybe a lot of those jokes were driven yeah. by them. So yeah.
1: I think I think those aspects just like make it just a little bit weird. Like, I do, I can't thoroughly enjoy this in good conscience. Yeah, uh, but some really funny bits in a less than great yeah. movie. Yeah um and then and ending on a high note me and Ali saw men
2: don't go see men don't go see men don't go see men, uh, uh, go see men. but I am a man
1: yeah as a man uh did I you mean, wait, fucking I'm true. So, did
2: you know it is all men because I didn't know that until I watched that movie yeah
1: um oh. so I saw a lot of people oh. that all said men are uh, bad guys the third act who'd have thought I, I I love Alex Garland I love ex machina I like annihilation um The third act of this movie is very just strange and visceral and violent,
2: but not in like a fun surrealist way. Yeah, just kind of
1: it's it feels very tooting its own horn. I saw a lot of people that were like it had me in the first half and then got weird in the second half, and I was like, I didn't really. It never had. It never had me. It's very. There's nothing compelling. Feels very weirdly student filmy. Like it's very like Jesse Buckley walks through the woods and like here's a twig snap, and like. That's how it decides to build tension for, like, a half hour. I also
2: thought the, like, the shooting style was boring and stale.
1: Yeah. It was very... It felt very coverage heavy. Like, it was yeah. very... It didn't... Nothing really felt very deliberate. And also, like, I really like Jesse Buckley as an actor, but, like, her character is, like, so bad. Like, it's literally just her. Like, the first... The, the beginning, she's good, but, like, she just kind of, like, the the rest of the movie, she just kind of stands there and, like, stares for and then movie, goes, movie that's,
2: like, about wow men are awful to women and women should have like autonomy and control she kind of just stands there and does nothing a lot
0: yeah you know what the uh, script was probably written by a man it was was written by alex garland okay and his scripts in my opinion i mean ex mahina i think is a is a bad script and i think and that's the hot take I I disagree that you guys with don't you. agree i yeah. don't have to argue yeah. about no, it no but now. he
2: has written what three really yeah. popular three features, yeah. three features I mean, that, are really popular that are really popular that are all about yeah. f- women going through a tremendous amounts of trauma so yeah. i'm sure there's a critique to be held there but yeah. It yeah it also i don't also, want to talk about it it feels it feels
1: yeah. very student filmy. it also feels very covid production heavy like okay. it, it's like it's like one or two characters in a house yeah and like yeah, but they did it, nothing fun with I it. I like. I wish I had more to say about it, but like, I really just like. I, it left me feeling so bored and so hollow that like by the time like the crazy, gory, nasty finale comes around, I was just kind of like, oh.
0: Yeah, that happened. Yeah.
1: I, if and I think,
2: sometimes you can watch like a horror or like a thriller and mm-hmm. be like, ah, the plot wasn't that good, but like at least I was like scared yeah. or like it was exhilarating and like I was like mm-hmm. had my adrenaline going. We went
1: and saw it together. No. I think if I would have seen that alone, I would have walked out. Okay. And I I Not I, out I, of like a Yeah, not oh out of like God, a I can't, I can't take this. That? Like I was literally just like bored. Yeah. And it does the thing that a lot of horror movies do where like it just it's just accidentally goofy. Yeah. I like a lot of a lot of the yeah, early scares like are just like I'm just like, oh, <laughs> that was pretty silly.
0: Yeah, it's like every horror <laughs> movie I watch where I'm yeah. like, I know I'm supposed <laughs> to feel goofy. Yeah.
1: He'd like the first thing that antagonizes her is like uh, the naked a in naked the woods. man who just like follows her, and he follows. her And it's her so home. funny because he just like stands there naked, and it, it, so like, it's meant to be scary. I don't want quest- to get into a discussion. Just, about just men. one more question. Yeah, about go it. ahead.
0: Over under. I'm sorry. More or less butt cheeks than the Halo show.
2: Um, well, I haven't
0: seen
1: Master Chief loses there virginity. Master uh, yeah. Queef, more like it.
2: There were somehow. Uh, was there more butt or? No,
1: there was a lot of cock and balls in this. Yeah. Okay, so a, was a lot of, a of cock. And balls. I also heard it there
3: was a. Was uh, like yeah, there was a there was A manussy. So well,
0: that's we what we wanted it. in we Nightmare Alley. Bradley Cooper, yeah. Cooper yeah. Hang Dong. We didn't get yeah. it. Yeah, but instead we got a. Uh, I'd say between that and the Halo show, we've got a lot of dicks and asses. Right. recently. Well, you know what? I mean, it's been Let's, a good
1: year for cocks in cinema. But we can. No more men.
3: The
2: last. I don't know if anybody was like, you know, what I want out of this year in movies. Lots
0: of flaccid cocks.
3: All right. The last thing we wanted to touch on was uh, not a movie, but we all watched Moon Knight.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did all watch Moon Knight. And Eric, you don't like Marvel stuff. So, and I look to the camera. Hmm. I famously hate Marvel. I think that they do kind of the same thing over and over again. And I will say Moon Knight was not the same thing over and over again. It was very cool. It was very unique. Oscar Isaac is America's daddy, and he continues to prove it. He can be British just add another one to the the, the counter mm-hmm. of what Oscar Isaac can do. Yeah. It's fun. It's entertaining. At times, it's funny. At times, it's action-packed. It's suspenseful. Mm-hmm. It kind of has a little bit of everyone, everything for everyone. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I really song. liked it. And I, I
3: like Moon Eye as a character.
0: Yeah. yeah. I thought this was pretty real.
1: Yeah, all the characters are great. I think there was some really interesting shooting choices that I like. There's a couple like shots that I can... like. I can think back to shots in the show. I know show. which one you're yeah, talking the first, about. Like the, the peak, peak, yeah, the peak yeah, across the ledge. Matt yeah.
0: stopped the show. <laughs> <laughs> Rewound it and was like, oh my god, look at that, look at that, look at that! How cool is that? And we all were like, yeah, it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, and I think that it does still tend to fall into a lot of Marvel trappings, but it never it works for this. It though. never but takes it does those, in like a
2: unique way. Yeah, and there's it still knows their own spin on it.
1: It knows when to be done with it. Like yeah. it never yeah. really draws
0: anything that would be like boring out. Like there's a car chase scene, yeah. which there is in you know I think it's the second episode. Yeah, and they have First that one, like actually. Oh, yeah, it is 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 the the first first one, because that's when he's in the village. Yeah, Yeah. so they have that in pretty much like every Marvel movie, but it's way different in the way that it's shot and constructed and what happens in the scene, and I think that, yes, it does a lot of the same things, but it's unique in the way it does it. It, Benedict Cumberbatch is great as the (laughs) villain, and it really— Oh,
2: by the way, there's a running joke that Eric doesn't know the difference between Ethan Hawke and Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: I yeah. mean they look the same.
2: They don't oh, yeah. look the same. They look the yeah, same. Fun time.
1: Moon Knight was pretty solid. Uh did you guys wanna do Yeah. Worst
0: yeah. person in the world. Yeah. You Which wanna is talk about it? Fantastic. That? Which is not not a not, a not a new movie. Not, not a new, a new movie, movie, but me and
3: Eric solid in theaters and incredible. <sighs> Dude yeah. If we could go back and revise our uh, top some last year, it's in the top yeah. three for me. Here. It's in
0: the top three for me too. Yeah. Um we walked out of the movie and I am the type of person that talks incessantly, constantly. Dan and I didn't say anything for like five minutes. And that's like us. We like just we're, we're we walked out and stood in silence on the street and we're just like, that might've been the best movie I've yeah, ever seen. Just
3: like, n- nothing to add to it. Just yeah. The script was very good. The it, shooting of it. The way like, it's
0: structured in the 12 parts, I love, and this is a very minor thing, but I love when a movie does it, they have this um, kaleidoscope looking glass at the end that they look through and it's all these different primary colors. And in the beginning of the movie, all the title slides are like primary blue, primary lead, yellow. And it just looks so good. It gives Mm -hmm. that like RKO, early RKO feel that Mm -hmm. like when they first went to color, they do those title slides. I, I hate to say like Kubrick, but. Like two thousand one did it. Yeah. A few other movies did I know he was MGM by then, but RKO used to do it all the time with their like solid primary colors mm-hmm. on the title screens. They mm-hmm. did that. The writing's spectacular, the characterization spectacular, it'll make you laugh, it'll make you cry, it'll make you feel nauseous at times. Got something for the whole family. Seriously. It's, seriously. It's just, just so good and the way it ends Whew. it's just like mm. It wraps up the whole movie perfectly without being like, this is our ending. It's yeah. just like, this story is over.
1: I sure do want to watch it. It's, yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, and great
0: yeah. great music, too. Mm, all cool. around.
1: Well, that was everything that we missed and didn't get to talk to you guys about. Uh, but now what we're really here to talk about, some more recent movies. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and everything everywhere all at once. Call it May in the Multiverse, if May in the Multiverse. We're, we're, still sure, in we we're still in May. We're still in May.
2: Do that, yeah. Ali um, did
0: not look enthusiastic about that. I thought of that. You know, it took me a while. Whatever,
1: but yeah, we—they're uh, two recent releases. They both deal with concepts of the multiverses. Very different movies about multiverses. Mm-hmm. Very different production styles. Very different budgets. Let's uh let's get into it. Yeah.
0: yeah. What do you want to start with?
3: Um. Well, like, let's just talk about multiverses
0: as oh, like yeah. as a, as a concept. It's
3: interesting that like both those movies came out like almost back to back, like what yeah. two yeah, weeks yeah. apart ish. Yeah. And, like, just both have really st- revitalized a trend of like the multiverse. Like yeah, if it's it's kind of been like a growing trend. Like yeah. it's getting increasingly more and more popular.
1: I
0: will say, and I'm not just saying this because I have some artwork on my body of each, but like adventure time. And then Rick and Morty, yeah. I feel like yeah. really kind of propelled the idea into the general pop. Yeah. Well, like, uh, there's been yeah, but, a lot of movies. But recently, that have covered within it.
3: but recently in the past like few weeks, like oh yeah, it's been such yeah. like a thing now. Just mm-hmm. everyone- Well,
1: specifically with uh, specifically with Doctor Strange and Rick and Morty. Uh, the guy who wrote uh, Multiverse of Madness was a writer on Rick and Morty first, okay, and he also wrote uh, the Loki show.
0: No shit, I didn't yeah. know that. Really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, which I think is a, a fun thing to get into because I, hmm. we'll start with Doctor Strange, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think the script is like just the, the, weakest the part. worst part yeah garbage yeah, yeah. Garbage. full
0: disclosure and i want to be honest with everyone <laughs> i only made it like three fourths of the way through this movie <laughs> which sucks because the last fourth is like the best part yeah yeah i don't know if it was gonna turn me
2: <laughs> no i don't think it was gonna turn you nah, but nah. it nah. kind of like makes the rest of it like oh okay i'm glad i sat yeah, or it's, it's i'm got okay, weird... with, having yeah. first, I'm like, okay yeah. with having sat through the first i'm still okay with yeah. having sat through the first you would, would feel fourths. even better if you'd made it yeah. all the, the dialogue
0: way. was cringe yeah, yeah. my favorite part of the movie had to be
3: the actual like the exposition Machine. exposition yeah. machine on Wait, the street what's, what's yeah. the yeah, there were so many
0: when, when <laughs> some of the bits were good yeah like yeah. some of the bits were good but all the dialogue just felt like they were yeah. like well we have to write dialogue yeah. for I this think, movie I
1: think the, the moral of the story of Doctor Strange is that it's. it really feels like two movies competing against each other it feels like the the individual moments like the horror elements the, the really goofy gags the interesting parts the Sam Raimi-isms that come through all feel fantastic yeah. they feel fresh and i think he does a really cool thing where like sam raimi kind of like popular helped popularize superhero films in like the early 2000s with the spider-man trilogy but like even like in the first half hour of this movie with the octopus fight like that's a scene that you see in every single marvel movie yes but sam raimi just he does it in such a way that just feels so like earnestly enjoyable like he feels he feels like he believes what he's directing like he feels Mm. like it has a purpose and it should be fun like Doctor Strange flipping over the railing putting the martini glass like like <laughs> no, he like that's like, it back. <laughs> Yeah, like that like that scene in like an Ant-Man movie would be like 2 seconds and they wouldn't give a shit and it would just be like all right on to the next CGI felt like there's just something about the way that he directs that feels like even though this is like we know that this is just like the preamble CGI monster fight whatever like he feels like it should still be enjoyable it feels like a Saturday morning cartoon
0: to me it feels like a lot of times the Marvel movies are a compilation of scenes that are in the movie because someone said they had to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this movie, it felt like everything was thoroughly thought through. Like yeah. Sam Raimi was like, okay, this needs to happen this specific way. When a lot yeah. of times, especially in the Avengers series, I feel like the the fight scenes are just in there to be fight scenes. Yeah. Like They're the same scene every single time, mm-hmm. cut and paste. Yeah. It's no different. But this was really, like, thought out. And, mm-hmm. and all of, like, the martini yeah. gag. Like, yeah. that is not just a throwaway. Yeah. That's integral to the scene, which just, is, like, cool to see.
1: It feels well constructed. I, And I think I, I didn't finish that thought, but it feels like two movies with the Sam raimi the really great moments, like, the really earnest action and weird horror stuff. And then there's just, like, the script that is just, like all of the connective tissue, everything that holds these really interesting moments together just feels so lackluster. Yeah, yeah like, because like, even, like, even like, with the editing especially, like we'd be in like really interesting scenes and then it would be like, and now we have to cut back over there. And I'm like, that just like killed Why? the entire moment
0: for yeah, me. It, it feels like, the studio wanted to rein back some of the edginess, some of the gore, some of the horror elements, and wanted to bring in more of a streamlined story mm-hmm. to yeah. it, but yeah. they failed. Yeah. Well, I that-
3: mean, like, the weakest part of the movie is, like, the middle part, where they just delve in, like, all the cameos for Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, get me wrong. One of the best parts of the movie was them being massacred. Yes. But, like, yes. it was such like a segue are... where just, like we delve over here to set up all this stuff. And it's yeah.
1: like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. good payoff, but. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, the yeah. moment where we introduce all these characters is like, I mean, it was, you know, it's um, like, it's cool, it just, you know. It's, it's cool to see them, but like, it's just so tedious.
0: Yeah. Let me. It's spin, just lame writing. Spin this one to Ali. Because they're Go all just like it. exposition characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like,
3: oh, it's Mr. Fantastic. And he just like. Yeah, Yeah. it says things.
0: What do you think the payoff of this film is? Because, like, again, I didn't see the very end, so I literally don't know, but, like, trying to guess it as it went along, what do you think the payoff was?
2: Oh, girl, I don't know. I was specifically saying the payoff for the Illuminati. Okay. Like, the payoff of watching her murder them all in a really cool way is, like, worth sitting through the horrible, like, cameo after cameo after cameo it's interesting you get like an immediate payoff with her like having like a really cool really heavily stylized portion and it's like full of gore i didn't mean like for the whole movie okay in terms of payoff payoff it's weird
3: because there's not that much payoff for strange as a character because then i feel like in a lot of the ways they want just wanted to make a wanda movie
2: they definitely there's payoff for
3: her and i feel like she has a pretty distinct character arc and i feel like a lot of
2: the critique around her character and the writing could have been solved together if they had made the movie about her and then put Doctor Strange into it instead of what they did, which is they tried to make the movie about Doctor Strange and put her in it. So, But, but she, here's the thing. she I like, steals the show too much. I like
3: her having yes. like that villain antagonistic role though.
1: I so do too, like, but you
2: can make her the main character and still do that.
3: So I
1: will actually disagree because you disagree. I think... My f- one of my favorite parts of I this think movie, Matt also the, liked it more than I did the emotional payoff that I get out of this movie is Doctor Strange's character arc. oh no I
3: think he did a good character work I just meant like I, I think I, don't I think, think he it gets a focus. little
1: I think it gets a little lost in the middle but like it sets it up in the beginning and it brings it home at the end just like this idea of like Doctor Strange finding kind of independence in a way in this way that he's like going through all these multiverses he's seeing all these different versions of his lives and like everybody keeps asking him if he's happy and like by the end, like he kind of sorts it out and figures it out. And like he, it's kind of cheesy when he walks out and gets like the third eye and everything. But like, puts on his little coat and everything, and he's like, "I'm just gonna go for a walk." Like and it, I, it just, it for me, it's like it's actually kind of like weirdly nice yeah. in how like dark and like horror esque this movie yeah. can and be. And I
3: think uh, for each var- variant that he sees of himself, mm-hmm. he sees his flaws pretty, yeah, evident and in I, all of them. For some they, reason, I I feel like a lot of people kind of like. I don't know. People always have this complaint that,
1: like, Doctor Strange, like, they're ruining his character, making him different. I, I feel like it's been very consistent. And I think, like, this movie does a good job of disregarding a lot of the things that Marvel's Marvel movies tend to do with their main characters, where they kind of give him a more subtle character arc. I, like, we don't really have a moment where, like, he, like sits and is like, huh, I learned this today. Chris
0: Evans at the end of Avengers. Yeah. Or sorry, Captain America at the end of Avengers.
1: Yeah, like we don't, he never really gets like a moment anywhere in the middle where he's like, I've made this great decision to like, I have the choice between being good and being evil and I've made the choice. Like it's a, I feel like it's a much more subtle character development that doesn't really get touched on like in the middle of the movie. Like he we set up what his emotional arc is going to be and we kind of see him in a different place by the end of
0: the movie. It's more of a movie for adults. There's less hand-holding in the character arcs. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think some of that is just like messy writing, but I think some yeah. of it does in the end come into, you know, interesting character development. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I, I think a bit of both. Yeah, I think a bit of both. And I, I think I'll also say I was pretty su- I was very surprised uh, that they let this movie get as violent yeah, they they really let As Sam Raimi really, go off. Yeah, they let Sam Raimi do some Sam Raimi, which is always a very encouraging thing to yeah. see. And I hope we see that going forward with more Marvel movies.
3: I mean, we got Thor: Love and Thunder coming yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I, I hope
1: it's very taiko Waititi. Yeah. yeah,
3: going back to that, like for example, like at the mm-hmm. beginning of the Illuminati scene, mm-hmm. like Black Bolt's death was generally like pretty brutal for a Marvel that, movie.
2: Yeah. Uh, the yeah. way like his head meshes. No, thing. I mean like yeah, even the first that scene got me. Yeah, like it yeah. jumps
0: into it, and you're like okay, this is the tone. Like, this well, is going to be even more violent.
2: before You're talking about the starfish, right? Yes. Even before that, when it's um, America Chavez and Ponytail Doctor Strange, yeah. and he gets, like, stabbed through the leg. Yeah. yeah. And, like, kind of... He gets, like, a little bit, yeah. like, punched yeah. around. No, like, he even when, like... Yeah. When they rip out dies, the one yeah.
3: octopus's, like, eye. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'm, I'm yeah very, but even before that, yeah. it's already I'm gotten way more graphic.
1: That you didn't get to the end of the movie, because the end of the movie... It's the most metal shit. ...is Doctor Strange resurrects the body of the dead Dr. Strange that they brought through. So he's zombie Dr. Strange who rides, a, who rides a cape made out of the spirits of the damned. Okay, it and is it's metal. pretty cool. He when
3: we say resurrect, like uh, you know how they say you can like dream walk in the movie. Yeah, yeah. he, he does like dream walks into the dead. Yeah, body. but then the spirits oh. of the damned are like Stephen Strange. You shouldn't be meddling with the spirits <laughs> of the Christine dead. Say? What did Christine oh, yeah. say?
1: Oh yeah, there's a great <laughs> classic Sam Raimi moment where she grabs the. Uh, there's an urn in the first Doctor Strange, and there's a joke that he doesn't know how to use it. She holds a candle in front of Rachel McAdams. The spirit of the damned is coming at her. Did I say? What did I say? You just said her. Oh yeah, Rachel McAdams. Uh, but she holds it in front of the demon and goes, "Go back to hell."
3: It, and it's <laughs> like <so> the most <laughs> like
1: evil dead moment. It's yeah. so good. Um, but like, yeah. if you're
2: not into like, I do have to say, if you're not into that or don't really know who Sam Raimi is and are not, which yeah. I don't know many I people mean,
1: are. Your, your sister saw it.
2: Hi Megan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean. She has seen like those Spider-Man movies, but she's never seen like the Evil Dead. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really either, but I know about them. Mm -hmm. So I do have to say, if you're not really familiar with his like directing style and aren't really kind of expecting it, I do think it can be a little jarring. I don't really think that makes it bad. What I do think was bad was the CGI. So wait, wait, wait! wait. Can I just say one thing that I saw that was really funny? mm -hmm. His eye at the end. Somebody posted (laughs) a photo of that, and then the annoying orange, and they.
3: The no, the eye mind. was bad. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty
1: funny. But I will I say know, you
2: kind of like it. I
1: will say a lot of Marvel movies have been having this problem where like they're massive CGI movies, uh, and so you know they can only spend throw so much money in a problem that takes time instead mm-hmm. of money. Um, but I think it works for this again because I think the bad CGI kind of lends itself to that campy, goofy vibe that Sam Raimi does so well. So like, I don't think at all times it needs to look super yeah. realistic.
3: And can I just it's say, going even, back yeah. to that campy vibe, the mm-hmm. one thing I like about this movie, and mm-hmm. this, because, like, we were sort of said earlier, like, when he did, like, the Spider-Man series back in two, early 2000s, yeah. like, he brings a very earnestness to, like, the superhero movies, you know? Yeah, he, like, he, feels, he feels like he believes yeah. in the characters like we should. And, like, yeah. I know, post, like, Chris Nolan and all like, superhero movies are trying to be mm-hmm. very, take themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. Or in the vice versa, they try and go to a realm of Guardians, Deadpool, where they're just very comedic. Where it's, like, it's yeah. only comedy. It's only yeah. comedy. And like, I, but I feel like Deadpool in particular, like it's only comedy, but it's not like it doesn't feel like there's earnest stuff going on with the characters. Yeah, like, they have yeah. character arcs. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I like, when you compare it while, to so. like Sam Raimi's uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, yeah. or this version of like Doctor Strange's movie, like there's just like an earnestness. In, yeah. like, like I mean,
1: and I think I think it does it really well too, tying into that because like Wanda is a very villains villain. Like, there's not really like she doesn't really get an arc at the end where she's like. Like, she kind of, like, regrets what she did, but she doesn't really go, like, Oh shucks, I should have been a good guy. Like, she is the villain through and through, the, through this entire movie. Yeah. And I feel like we've seen a lot of tropes, e- even again, in more Marvel movies, where, like, the villain always has to be, like, super relatable, super, like we have to know exactly why they're doing or, what they're doing. We need
0: to understand Thanos them. Thanos had some valid points. What's that? Thanos yeah. had some valid yeah, points. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I, I mean, feel like for Wanda,
3: has... though, like, at this point, if you kept up with the MCU, like, you don't yeah. really gotta waste time explaining yeah, that. But like yeah, we, no, like, but, like, we, we but know also, what she's after. Like, he d- yeah, he does a good
1: job of, like, our villains are villains and our heroes, like, <laughs> our heroes. Like, we he doesn't really, like, our heroes have struggles, but they're not really, like, as gray or, like, as, like, kind of middle ground as a lot of other heroes recently.
2: And, like, I don't, I don't really know. I'm kind of losing my train of thought because I tried to say it like two minutes ago. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's a difference between like making your villain super relatable or super cool or like compelling to the or make the audience sympathetic to your villain by like giving them like the tragic backstory. And obviously Wanda's character has like a tragic backstory in a sense, but not like in like the tragic backstory trope kind of way, like she is like all of these bad things have happened to me, and so I'm I'm gonna lose it.
3: Yeah,
1: it's her, like her a, becoming a villain oh feels no. like natural. Like it feels like, like, right. Yeah,
2: oh, I have like daddy issues or like. Uh, I watched yeah. my love of my life like yeah. die. Like something's I, I like know. thrown feels, on to them. Like, yeah, for example, like a little uh, bit different.
3: the capture the flaggers from uh, a in the Winter Soldier.
2: Yeah, that feels more like tragic. <laughs> like that felt very the forced,
3: flags, tragic smashers,
2: backstory. Whatever they are. Yeah, <laughs> that feels, yeah, that feels <laughs> that like, a like a tragic ball. backstory versus flaggers. like giving a, yeah. a villain a reason for being a yeah. villain and yeah. choosing, like, the antagonistic. Yeah. And I know some...
3: And yeah. I like that they just let Wanda be a full Yeah, villain. like, we... I do.
2: they're I the do bad guys, but say, we need to
3: understand
2: why they Yeah. The bad
0: guys. Like Simp Uprising starring the Joker. They <laughs> yeah. spend the whole movie saying, like, oh, this guy's life sucks. There's a reason he'll turn into a villain, and it's like, he's kind of just an incel. Yeah, like, he, I, he, I don't know. He's just like yeah. me, for real. I, I,
2: also, I do have to say... But, Wait, what do I have to say?
3: I was going to say, and what? I think I think you might what? be making the same point. Okay, go. I like Wanda being the villain. I do agree that if you haven't seen WandaVision, it's That's probably a, very yes. jarring.
2: Yes, yeah. They probably should have and done something beginning more. I'm to not, like. So here's the thing. I think I said a little bit earlier that there's so much, like, lazy writing. Just, like, you can just tell there was zero thought put into some of the – they were just like, yeah, let's, like, write this down and, like, run with it. Yes. And I also – I don't really like the required viewings because, like – if you watch like any other series like you can even be like like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, wh- whatever, you can watch most of those movies on their own and they have their own cohesive elements to them. And then if you watch them with all the others, then you get like a little bit more, but they all stand on their own. And I feel like not so so much with this one, but with a lot of Marvel movies, it's like you will not understand what's going on at all unless you've seen the previous four movies. And Plus all the
3: related MCU times. And tie-ins. that's not like
2: a that's like a Oh, because we're trying to do something like super super... It's just bad yeah. writing. Like yeah, you like, can like establish this... those things in the movie yeah. really quickly. Yes. Like for
3: this in particular, to watch Multiverse of Madness, you're probably going to have to see the first Doctor Strange, Infinity War, Endgame, WandaVision, maybe even Matt Age of really
2: Ultron because of talk.
0: Wanda. You're talking like, to someone who that is. I know. Like Matt I, really wants to say okay. something. You, you Say what you want to say.
1: Moon Knight didn't have that issue.
0: Okay. No, it didn't. Anyways. Yeah, the, I am that person. Yes. I will never watch all of the Marvel stuff because I think it's tacky. And I'm not going to go back and watch WandaVision. I have no interest in doing that. I and do I'm think not it's one of it. the better Marvel and shows, though. It confused me to a point in this, and I think it is a fault in Marvel because Peacemaker, for example— a show that I thoroughly enjoyed. You actually don't have to watch that Suicide no. Squad movie no. to get that show. No. Even though there are bits that you will only get from but watching it, like crucial plot to points. the plot. You, you kind of get it though. Yes, you know? yes. Everything because the writing is good. I did good. not watch a single Avengers movie until Endgame. Mm-hmm. Not, and that's not like a brag or something. I'm just saying. Sick brag. I did not watch a single one until Endgame, and I was so fucking confused. Where like that whole movie, and I actually like enjoyed Endgame. Um, yeah. but.
2: Infinity War is better.
0: Oh, yeah. no, I'm ta- I'm thinking Infinity oh, okay. War. I'm yeah. sorry, I misspoke. Okay. Infinity good, War, I didn't see a single one yeah. until Infinity War, and I enjoyed that movie. But I, the whole time, I'm like, damn, I, I wish I knew who this character was. Cause, well, because like, they don't Vision, give you enough. I had no, no fucking idea who well, Vision and was. The thing I was that like, bothers who is this me, guy? The thing uh, that,
2: that bothers Bethany. me is that you can solve that confusion with like a line or two. Like You can solve yeah. it in yeah. the movie. But then... But like, then I think Lord of the Rings about, does it you in can all saw- three movies. I think Hello, that was a great I just point. I ate my microphone. Oh. Like, if you, if you are, didn't watch WandaVision, they could have, like, fixed all of that with, like, yeah. a few lines of dialogue. Bingo. Like, if that, like, scene with her and Strange, like, in the orchard that is, like, not actually an apple orchard at all, and, like, mm. she's, like, doing her thing with the dark hole or whatever, if they had just, like, changed the dialogue or added a line yeah. or two, yeah. they could have, like, A added a bit more to her character development with like a line or two of dialogue which would have curbed the critiques that like her character development from whichever movie or from Wandavision to this doesn't make it like they're all solvable problems it's not like we need another movie to do all that you don't you just need to write it better yeah
0: instead of wasting time with dialogue that isn't important to the plot which was just write thoughtful dialogue the middle like third of the movie was just bad dialogue that didn't really have anything to do or move also I
2: would say all of the dialogue is bad. It's, bad. it's just Elizabeth Olsen's delivery of her dialogue makes it good. And yeah. most of Benedict Cumberbatch's delivery makes yeah, his dialogue. And, well. and I will say, cause
1: I, I know we do want to get to the other movie. Uh, one last thing that I do want to touch on. It's just like America Chavez kind of sucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which, like I,
2: which really stinks. Yeah. Though. I think she's like,
1: she. she's a good enough character. She's a who, plot device though. Who just does nothing in this movie. Like, similar but dissimilar to the way like people watched Hawk, hawkeye and they were like uh, Kate Bishop's kind of fun and quirky but like the show kind of sucked and like that one thing doesn't like cancel out all the all the rest of the bad like America Chavez has like a good personality but like literally does absolutely nothing in this movie. Yo, yeah. no, she's
2: she's pretty much a plot device. She's, yeah. there. she's, she's a literally. walking she, plot device. She's Her the definition plot of yeah. she's there. to know who yeah. the goat yeah. is though? Mm-hmm. My boy
3: Wong. Yeah. It wasn't Wong the movie was nearly fun. enough. No, it wasn't. Morbius I do and Wong and, then, you, and multiverse. If you If you like sex. Wanda,
2: if you like Elizabeth Olsen, go watch Multiverse of Madness. Oh, and I cheered I cheered she, her on the entire she time. She is easily my favorite part mm-hmm. of the movie by a like by a long shot. Yeah. And I'd say it's worth it. I think yeah. the style for the most part is different enough from most Marvel movies. I had a, a fine enough yeah, time. Yeah, where it's I, it's fine. It, it yeah. wasn't I,
0: like I had the experience with I, Endgame when yeah. I sat there and I was I like I do think I little can't bit, finish this movie. a
2: little bit of the critiques are coming from people had high expectations not even like from marketing or anything like just, just from their Doctor own Strange, yeah. personal yeah. expectations. Yeah. I think people really like Wanda. I think most people like Doctor Strange yeah. and most people like Sam Raimi and I think you people just had really yeah. high expectations. I think it, I think it's not a perfect movie. Post-Endgame,
3: Marvel fans have like a very big expectation for and also movie. like going into this movie like yeah. they were like oh Tom Cruise is going to appear as Iron Man and it's like why where did yeah. you hear that yeah. from and yeah. Yeah. then people know. are mad they just know that. that Tom Cruise didn't appear yeah. as Be, Iron but Man but they it's made like... it up yeah it's
1: I, I hope we're getting to the stage of Marvel where they can just do more smaller scale weirder movies Yeah, yeah. hopefully Thor, like Love TD TD Thor, you know, know, Thor Love and, and Thunder Thor Love and Thunder
0: I will yeah. say this yeah. We've been saying that about Star Wars since Disney got it, yeah. and they still haven't done that. So I have absolutely zero confidence that Disney yeah. will do it. Disney yeah. will make the thing that makes them the most amount of money. All they witness. don't give a fuck Always. about the source yeah. material. But I think I have just the
1: tiniest bit of faith in Kevin Feige versus like Kathleen Kennedy at, at Star Steel. Wars. Yeah, like I agree. Kevin I agree.
3: Feige
1: understands what fans want and like he like he cares about it as much as we do and like that's that's something i
3: think just yeah like to the the management at marvel studios versus lucas films yeah
1: it's it's way completely way better but like overall i think dr strange like very unbalanced just in its entirety give it a b has some really great moments has some kind of really shitty moments but like overall i enjoyed my time i've I've seen it twice already i would see it again yeah
0: I'm it's, going to finish it. Yeah. Like, that's, you know the, what? That's the stamp of Eric's stamp of approval <laughs> for I a Marvel. I will finish movie? this yeah. Marvel movie. Yeah. I, not like Endgame. The anymore.
1: ending's the best part, honestly. Like, the, the final sequence, fantastic. Um, Yeah. Cool. Mo- moving on to the second movie in this
0: discussion. A movie that I really enjoyed. The yeah. Best movie uh, I think ever all made. of us really yeah. enjoyed. Yeah.
1: Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is also a movie that focuses on ideas like the multiverse and mm-hmm. science fiction and things like that. Much but smaller much movies, more smaller budget. I think let's talk.
0: I have a really, um, I, I don't know how to word this. I, I had a really good connection to the way they explain the multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. They take a 20 minute chunk in the movie mm-hmm. and explain it and then immediately demonstrate how it works. Yeah, but it's never yeah. boring either. No, it's well, not. Well, because they do it
2: through character. They explain yeah. it
0: to her, like all the, the multiverse jumpers explain it to her and then she explains it to her family. And then they never explain it again. Yeah. They're just yeah. like, this is what happens. And it works because the f- while all that's happening, you're in one location. Mm-hmm. You're not really jumping around. It's the truck and the office building, yeah. the IRS building. And that's it. Mm-hmm. They give it time to breathe. And then they're like, we're not going to hammer this home. Yeah. You don't have to get it the science part of it is thought out yeah. and well explained, but it's not integral to the movie at all. Yeah. You really it's, don't even need to grasp it. They don't it,
3: waste but time.
0: They don't yeah. waste time. They, they show any you how time. it works. They have their little machine where yeah. it's yeah. like dots. Efficient, and like such a, do thoughtful such such storytelling. Efficient is the best way. And the mm-hmm. opposite problem with dialogue. And I don't know if you have yeah, Very, agree very
2: thoughtful dialogue. They use it to serve the plot. They use it to serve the character. Everything is incredibly necessary. I don't think you could... I don't think you should remove any line of dialogue no, to that movie all because it, Yes, it's all crucial. All of it matters. What also, I think, like the delivery of every, like the acting in that. Oh, oh incredible,
0: spectacular. I, I think the best compliment one. I can give hmm. it is the scene where there hmm. rocks on the ledge. <laughs> Not a word is spoken. It's but, like, all tight dialogue. Cry? But I'm gonna cry. And every line hits. And all I'm I was, doing is reading it. And every line up. hits. Mm-hmm. And even the way they like space out them coming onto the screen, yeah. giving dramatic pauses. Mm-hmm. It works so well. Like and you could tell whoever crafted this script yeah. really cared and about like, pacing. Was it, the the Daniels? Daniels. Was it like Daniels? A
3: scene like that should not work.
0: No. Yeah. It like shouldn't. it just really shouldn't work. It should be boring, but it's funny and it's deep and it's emotional and the whole movie just works super yeah. well. I mean, if you were to pitch this idea, hey, mm. let's do a multiverse jumping movie that's an allegory for family.
2: Especially in talking 2022. about mother and daughter movies. Yes. How would you do
0: that? Like, I was thinking that the whole time I'm watching this is like, if you pitch this idea, I would immediately say no because it's too difficult. And Mm -hmm. yet it was self-contained. It was really in like three or four locations minus the jumping and it just worked. Well, no, even
3: with the jumping, it was mostly limited to the IRS building, the the laundry laundry house, house, the truck. Yeah. That whatever he's driving. The bagel. <laughs> and the like bagel, maybe yeah. two other places. Yeah, yeah. a lot place. of smaller scenes Like the there, movie yeah. theater and like well, the bagel. And they also, hunt.
2: the I think the reason the minimal locations work so well is because they stay in like one section of the IRS for a while and then they move through the same building. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so they haven't actually changed location, yeah. but at the same time they've yeah. changed. Scenery. I'm, yes.
1: Yeah. I'm very excited to gush about this movie. I don't have, a, I think, a single negative thing to say about Not it. No. I, I had a moment watching this movie like, probably about the halfway point where, like, I just sat back and I was, like, I'm watching, like, a modern day Back to the Future. Like, this, like, I I just had this, like, wave of realization where I was, like, I'm watching, like, one of the greatest movies, like, in, that I think will live on for a long time. I
0: don't want to speak in hyperbole. Mm -hmm. It is a perfect movie in that every plot point is wrapped up, Mm -hmm. but it's not forced. Yeah. The overall message of the film blends perfectly with the delivery of the message through the Mm. multiverse and the allegory for family throughout and how everything is tied into that, but they don't slam it over your head. It's perfect as a film. That doesn't make it, you know, my favorite film ever. I don't know. I just saw it. Like, it's really tough for me to gauge that. And I I hate to pick your favorite film. I know. But I I might put,
1: I might put it up there honestly. It's, um, it's that good. Yeah. and one of the things that like I really like just really love about this movie is that we're, we're kind of seeing a general culture shift a lot. Like we kind of talked about like the Nolan era, dark gritty, like even like things similar to this, like Rick and Morty that have like same like sci-fi aesthetics and concepts and like even themes to a degree, like nihilism and, and everything. like
3: this movie's so hopeful.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, but it's so it's still nihilism, it's, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's it, optimistic it, nihilism. Well, I think well, it shows our, both sides of yeah.
3: it. I think, yeah. I, think I, was, I was talking to someone like, our generation is very all of our jokes and like mannerisms are very absurd and they're all filled with nihilism, yeah. And I feel like this is the best movie to capture like the outlook of like I'd yeah. say like mid 20s to younger yeah, people, but I would also say like er,
1: like people are kind of tired of seeing like. The anti-hero, like, the the dark and gritty, the sad and depressing. Like, yeah. people want, people are looking for, like, heroes cool. that are, like, good. Yeah. Like, people were making, like, this weird comeback where for, like, people are just looking for characters and movies and stories that are, like, sincerely
0: good. I... I don't mean to draw a comparison to something else, but Mm -hmm. let me diverge real quick. It's why I love the show Invincible and hate the show The Boys. The Boys is very nihilist. It's very everything's fucked, and there's no Mm -hmm. redeeming quality about the show at all for me. Whereas Invincible still tackles that, like, gory, like, really dark... Mm But Steven Yoon's character is just like optimist. He's like, yeah, I'm going to fight my dad, but I'm going to win. I'm going to make everything a better place. And it's why something like that works. And I don't think the boys Mm -hmm. works at all. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, and you brought up Rick and Morty, and I think it's a great comparison. Why Rick and Morty got stale is because it's always where the worst people, the worst things happen. This movie, June's character is very Mm -hmm. much like everything's the worst, everything's the worst. But it's all brought back around at the end where it's like, no, we have a chance. Like, yeah, everything's not perfect, and yeah, it's a rat race. But wait, like, which
2: character?
3: Do you mean Joy? Joy.
0: I'm yeah. sorry. Said I said June. June. But like, yeah,
3: going back to that hopeful movie earnestness. Came out in April. Like, uh, tell me uh-huh. you didn't cry during that sequence where, uh, what's the character's name in the movie? The dad? Uh, it's Well, it's Keihoi Kwan. Well, uh, like the dad's character when he yeah, was like... Uh, in he's he's an Wayman. An, Wayman. 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 Yeah. And it, when he was like, you know, in another life, I would have been just happy.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Can we doing talk about... you? Yeah, can we talk about the... In another life, I'd be perfectly, like, happy just doing taxes with you and how that, like, hits is, is really emotionally. But I think, like, on the opposite side, Doctor Strange being like, I love you in every universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'm I'll like, agree, okay, and? And yeah. so?
2: No, and the it's, genius it's It's pretty much the same line. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, also, it's saying not... saying the same thing. Saying the same thing, but I think you can, like thoughtful dialogue yes. versus just, we wrote this down and yeah. we're having a character every, say it. The every conversation single, yeah. they
0: have where he's like, I also solve every problem. I just do it different than you because I try and do it through kindness. And it shows Dude, their I yin and their yang on balance. on the yes.
2: verge of tears. And
0: it is so perfect because the whole movie, she thinks he's an idiot. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like she keeps saying that, like, without me, he'd be lost. he would never be able to do anything. But mm-hmm. in reality... Without him, she'd not be able to do anything because he is solving all the problems. And that scene at the end where he's talking to the IRS woman, and he fixes it by just being kind. But she thinks he's messing
2: it up the whole time. Yes, but
0: he's not, and he fixes it. And that's when she has a realization. It's a very basic plot device. That's been written hundreds of times in movies. But it's the way they've done. done. It's the trickle and the important dialogue we got to it, and the way each character gets a development. It's not grouped together, even the grandfather. Yeah. Every character gets independent character development every char- I love it.
1: Every character feels so real. Yeah. Like every mm-hmm. nobody feels ancillatory in this. story. No. Like every, every single character, even the Everybody. IRS lady
0: yeah. and yeah. even yeah. the like girlfriend. Deirdre. even yeah. Joy's girlfriend, yeah. like everyone uh, gets Becky. a character yeah, come around moment. Yeah, and it's just
2: it's even Rakakuni. Even Rakakuni. Great reference. Thank I love
1: Rakakuni. Um that also such
2: Also it's so funny. Yeah, I was going so I was going to say oh my thank god
1: we finally have some hope that somebody can make a comedy movie that isn't just like Deadpool. I'm gonna slap pop culture in your face. What is that's this guy the, the, the Winter, Soldier? Winter Soldier? Yeah, like <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry, I had to. The-
1: and does not rely it like I don't think there's really like obviously like it's in its shooting style and like Rakicuni and everything. Like there's there's references and homages, but like it never relies on them to be funny or interesting. Like. Sure, they're in there, but like two thousand one
0: reference. Yeah, yeah, I, that like, I love the monkeys with the large fingers. Yeah, yeah. There's references, but they don't like rely so on it. Something I, like I, I Deadpool for no, example kind of in the yeah. movie theater. I was like, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Yeah, And a
1: lot of the jokes are very like they're very stylistic jokes. They're very yes. they're jokes that concern the form and the way the yes. movies are made and the way that you're experiencing them. It's not just it's not. Hey, look! It's the Winter Soldier. So it's, you, it's so
0: inherently funny. You made a really good point earlier. I think it applies to this when you kind of mm-hmm. compared it to Rick and Morty. And I think Rick and Morty does this, which is what makes their pop culture references work, where the reference itself is is a joke. They're ma- they're satirizing the fact that they're even making the yeah. reference, and they do that in this movie, like the yeah. raccoonie thing. It's not about and th- that. It's about and her getting a character moment, but they satirize the fact that they even made the but reference. But that's also
1: why they're so different. Yes. Because Rick and Morty is like, haha, it's funny that we're thinking about doing this thing in a show, thinking about doing this thing in a show. Seven layers of irony, like everything, everywhere, all at once. Like, for as like all over the place and zany as it is, like it lays its cards just like straight on the table. No, it does. It it just does stuff.
3: This is what this movie is about, and we are going to be very. It's hard. It's on its sleeve. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I, I Um, like that final sequence, like where she's going up the stairs and she's showing people trying to fight her, and she's showing them all like. What, like, Happiness. Yeah. 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 Like
2: shit. Like <laughs> she's just showing them kindness. She yeah. Brings
0: the two guys together and they make out. That's yeah. like my <laughs> no, favorite. but
2: uh, I don't know. It's it's so much. It's uh, it's Her, about every, so Her talk
3: of joy, like in the parking lot too. So, yeah. Like that and, also like, got the me. The
2: movie, like, is about everything. Haha. <laughs> everything. Everything. Wrong, that wrong, all that. Yeah. but like, I, it's I'm about so like so many things at at one time, mm. but. Each aspect of the film, like the family aspect, their relationships between each other, like the mother-daughter relationship, like husband and wife relationship. It's, it's never too much.
0: Because well, it's all streamlined through that, the family.
2: But all of those aspects are treated as equals. They're, they're not like They're not like we're going to talk about like all the familial relationships, but we're really talking about like nihilism and your place in the universe. Mm-hmm. And that's the real message. Yeah. They're all the real message of the movie. Like they're all yeah. equally important yes. to each other. Yeah. Like and every aspect, every, I don't know, every like, theme Instead in the movie matters. Instead of developing matters, one main
0: character and there is one main character, they develop every character equally. Yeah, exactly. And that equity across the film mm-hmm. adds another layer. Yeah, and I think that is exactly what you're saying. It's just like, Everyone gets equal time yeah. and all of these points and all of these character traits, which are the traits of the movie they're trying to talk about, all get fleshed out and explained. Yeah. And it's just perfect. Yeah, it, it's it, a great script. It, 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 it
1: does it does such a good job of doing everything like so equally, just character development, story development, thematic development. Cinematography. It, cinematography. It makes it it just seems so easy in the way that it does it. Like it never It never feels like it's trying too hard to be any one thing. It just feels like it unravels so naturally and so effortlessly.
0: It's because they again and Ali said it earlier they built a good script that doesn't just have lines for the sake of having lines mm. everything is built because it has a purpose there's no throwaways even the jokes as you said aren't just throwaway gags they're all important it's not like the family guy cutaway comedy bullshit yeah. when it could have been yeah. that would have been yeah. an easy way to put jokes in what about but- the
1: universe where I had pizza for hands
0: <laughs> yes but it's what about the universe where I had hot dogs for hands but she has a relationship with the IRS woman yeah which there's
1: there's no dialogue in
0: that universe. No. Yeah. She's just like, it shows her still being cold to yeah. someone else who loves her, what she's doing in the universe and then with they, Waymond, and it shows her flaws. Yeah. But it's a fucking gag. And, and then it's even, like, yes, that's why this works.
3: And then even, bra- they even bring it back at the end where it's like, even the universe where we have hot dogs for hands, where we do more stuff with our
0: feet. Yes. <laughs> but, they're playing the piano, but it yeah. doesn't sink at yeah. all. She's yeah. just like smashing yeah. the piano with mm-hmm. then playing funny. like Beethoven. Yeah. 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 It's it's just a per. I'll say it again. Perfect film. It's a perfect film. It really is because it's tough to throw perfect film on something, Mm -hmm. but. It wraps up every plot line. It gives every character a fleshed out arc. The cinematography Mm -hmm. is really creative and really fun. It can be punchy at times. It can be slow at times. And And it's funny.
1: I was excited for this movie going in.
0: And I still came out just absolutely. The first time I
1: saw it, I was just in
0: awe. I I, I have have this complex where if a bunch of people like something, I generally I'm not going to like it. You're the contrarian. Yeah. 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 And I went into this thinking like, We'll see. I'm yeah. going to th- view it through a critical lens, which I also did with Worst Person in the World. And I came out of it like that was way better than I thought. Not even, it was way better than other people said it was. Yeah. Which is crazy. Insane. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, yeah.
2: Can we talk about the visual effects in this yes, movie is, versus in Doctor Strange? That is because one talk about. Doctor Strange is a Marvel movie that has. I mean, I don't obviously know how they break down their budget, but, but obviously they have like has five different studios. an insane budget, have access to so many different studios, and what? Both of you just looked up. I'm sorry, over I saw my there, head. There's
0: a stink bug on the light, but that's it. <gasps> he's he's on the light? other side. He's oh, not on your side. No, there was
2: a dead one on my chair, so they have to be.
0: He's fine. <gasps> he's good. He's Horrible. good. I'm sorry. Horrible. I just got distracted. Horrible. Um,
2: no, but how this. Massive conglomerate studio Has access to all these sub-studios With all these artists hired by them And they I mean obviously they can't do Infinite visual effects Because like Those also take like Time and money But Compared to this movie Which did not have Nearly as big of a budget If I'm not mistaken Yes And has a visual effects team Of how many people? Seven
1: people And a budget The entire movie budget Of 25 million dollars And
2: how much is the Doctor Strange budget?
1: Probably Millions? at At least like 188
0: 8 times that yeah Oh wait f- the
2: the budget is 200 million according to 800 Wikipedia. times that I, I eight think times it's an that.
0: example of if you actually have a cohesive vision something that you have love mm-hmm. for something that you want to make you can do it yeah. Doctor Strange is just a Marvel movie they're making mm-hmm. it cuz they can they're not yeah. making it cuz they fun, want to Yeah This movie, it was clearly someone's babies, clearly Mm -hmm. someone's passion project was like, I need to make this and I will make this. And I think that's a great example of like why indie movies now are having this resurgence, because all Mm -hmm. of these corporate movies, like think of the last Star Wars movie. No one needed to make that. (laughs) No one asked for it. They didn't even want to fucking make it. Somehow. Palpatine. (laughs) Again, do they they fly now? (laughs) They made that movie (laughs) because (laughs) they said they were going to and then realized they had to. Whereas something like Everything Everywhere All at Once was someone's passion. They wanted to make it. I want to go watch it it again. I I want to go
2: watch it again. It's so, Um, so good. Also, I think going back to the visual effects, Mm. because I really, really enjoyed the visual effects in Everything Everywhere All at Once, I think. One because they did not have as much money at their disposal. They mm-hmm. did not have that many artists at their disposal. They had to get creative and how they did yeah. and a they, lot of the visual effects, and they couldn't really rely on them like so much. Yeah. Like even though it is like a sci-fi, amongst yeah. other things, like multiverse yeah. movie, they can't be like, ah, and we'll just CG this. Yeah, and they I saw they, they don't want, like, uh, have yeah, all IndieWire yeah,
1: video no. where yeah. they broke it down. Yeah, they posted a lot of their visual effects breakdowns, and it's like it's so simple, but like
2: that versus like something like a Marvel movie where they can just literally be on blue screen like the entire time. Yeah, we'll shoot this on a fucking back lot in an airplane hangar. We'll just do it. It's why
0: I hate the movies because not all of them, but a lot of them because there's no (laughs) practical emotion. There's no practical And this is nothing against visual effects
2: artists. No, it's not. Like, (laughs) I love visual effects. It's,
0: Without practical effects and without building something and building a set, you lose an emotional Mm -hmm. connection in your actual making of the Mm -hmm. film, not just Mm -hmm. as an audience. And when you don't have that, you can feel it. And in everything ever well at once, you can even—it's an IRS building, but I feel how thought out it was. And they just like yank her back in the chair.
1: Yeah, They like literally just like visual effects. Like any part of a movie, any part of a movie are a tool. Yes, you know, it
0: just because you have, you know a massive VFX budget doesn't Just mean that you, you have a good movie. You doesn't know? mean you should. Yeah. Just because there's a big budget of say $90 million and you want to make a vampire movie doesn't mean you have to.
2: Whatever are you talking about? It's Whatever are you referring but to? But
3: someone clearly had a vision for Morbius. Yeah, I mean, Matt Smith is had a, vision. a passion project. That <laughs> I had was a vision Matt of
2: Matt Smith. <laughs> I had a bunch project. of visions of Matt Smith. Honestly, best part of the movie. The
0: only thing it was missing was an uptown funk dance scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. honestly, the Slavs really should have come at yeah. that yeah. point. I think. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. or like a Serp Winter Soldier joke. Like there, like I needed a few more jokes. Like a Winter Soldier joke. Just a few more. Yeah. What was uh? What was Jim Carrey's catchphrase? Now I forget. Later, Later haters? haters. Later haters. <laughs> Later haters. <Yeah>. Later haters.
1: <laughs> Even in a universe where I had to watch Sonic Two, I'd still love you.
0: <laughs> Even in a universe where I had to watch Sonic Two and a bunch of parents were angry, I wouldn't take pictures with their kids. I would still love
1: you. Even in a universe where it's Morbin time, I'll still love <laughs> Let's you. Let's not go that far, brother. You're right. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean to be. U- I don't mean to use hyperbole. Okay, but yeah.
2: which did everything everywhere all at once make a Morbillion or?
1: Well, I mean, it's not going to Morbius. Well, it is. It, it has become here, the right highest here. grossing A24 movie. Yeah, ever, right? it, I passed, didn't it, passed. it passed
2: Uncut Gems. Yeah. Uncut, so
1: John! Because Uncut Gems! Because Uncut Gems isn't
0: <laughs> even in my top ten. No, yeah.
1: No, good it's Time. Not. Yeah. Team Good Time,
0: all the way. Good Time is way better. I, I don't even it. like the Safety Brothers that much, but Good Time's really good. I like the Safdie Brothers. I mean, they're all right. Yeah, I, they, like well, I like them. I like them. I like, I like Benny and Licorice Pizza. They did Daddy Long Legs, which is like a really Daddy Long Yeah, Daddy Long Legs is good. Yeah, I haven't
1: seen it yet, but it's on Criterion. It's coming to Criterion, yeah. I well, it's on the channel, but it's coming to the... the oh, disc. oh, yeah. they're
0: giving a, a release for it.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't really have anything else to say about everything. No, ever it's just a once. perfect it's movie. Go made me cry, it. made go me see laugh. It. Oh, go, see it, it. go see it. It's like, not to be like, not to quote Nicole Kidman, but like, it's why we go to the movies. Cinema lady. Heartbreak feels good in a, in a place, place like, like this. this. You know, Thanks for watching, everybody. my first time
3: watching Everything I Ever Thought Once, mm-hmm. I didn't see it in AMC. So I right. didn't oh, see wow. Men. That's so
0: sad. Wow. That is oh, sad. That, that's so that's sad. honestly like, I go to AMC strictly <laughs> well, for Nicole Kidman. Well, we,
1: we went when we went and saw Men, uh, we, we came up with a new, Allie came up with a new gauge. Uh, oh,
2: is the movie better or worse than the Nicole Kidman ad? Yeah,
1: did you have a better or worse time in the movie than you for did with me, the Nicole Kidman ad? For me, watching
2: I had a better time watching the Nicole Kidman ad than I did watching Men.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, just amazing movie. Amazing. That's movie. my new. Scale. I like that
2: gauge a lot. That's my yeah, new. Because right. like it doesn't
0: necessarily mean good or bad. Because like I'd say for Morbius, I had more fun with the movie. Yeah. Only because I sat next to you and Dan. So, no, that's and we made that was exactly my time. train of thought. Yeah. I
2: would say Morbius is on par with the yeah. Nicole Kidman ad. I think, I think we still has
0: had fun with the ad, but we had fun with Morbius because it was bad. Bad. I would say. I, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bad. Morbius Excuse was the me? greatest film ever made, <laughs> there you and go. therefore we had. We're bond.
2: not holding a gun to the table.
0: <laughs> Jared Leto's holding a gun to my balls right now. <laughs> oh, I, I. Oh, come on! My, it's not that bad. What did I? What did I call the guy at the end of the Morbius podcast? Come store uh, somebody. I don't know. Yeah. Come, come store David Cross. Ah, uh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> bring that back. Bring it off There was circle. no come stores on any uh, on this podcast. I, I yeah, didn't no, have I anyone mean, uh, this time.
1: I, I can't really think. No. Of any. no, no. I'm looking at
0: the movie list. I don't yeah, see no, anything. No. Yeah. Oscar Isaac is just the come store. If you know. You know. Me, <laughs> Ayo,
1: Doctor Strange: Multiverse of the Madness is kind of come store everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Eh, maybe.
0: Yeah. No. 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 No.
2: No. 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 I don't want to shoot you down. Nah. But like, okay, I don't. I don't. I okay. don't think it sticks. Unlike the comes. Do you, think, cum do you think? If. <laughs> bada bing. I know you're boom. still doing a game. Yeah, we're doing a bit. Yeah. Do you think if there had been more space between these two movies, you would have liked Doctor Strange more? F- I, well, Great you. Question. I think so, actually. Because yeah, they because came a out bit. A little this, little this really close b- together. I saw them the same week. Yeah. yeah. And which one did you see first? Everything, everywhere,
0: all at once. I did too. Same. Yeah.
2: And that was like a really, really high high for me. Yeah. I, I watched everything, everywhere, all at once, and I said, if I never saw another movie again after seeing that movie, I, I'd, I'd be yeah. fine with that. I,
1: I did find myself in Doctor Strange too, like yeah. comparing it. I was like, yeah. I yeah. even
3: wrote in one of my Letterbox reviews. I was like, yeah, like the elephant in the room is that this yeah. came out two weeks after everything yeah. room. Ever and at once. you know what? <laughs> Thank God that a fucking A twenty four indie movie,
1: like one eighth the budget of a Marvel movie, is making anybody say, man, I wish Marvel movies were more like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, A24's doing it right now. I mean, yeah. I know men, and it wasn't very good, Yeah, but... It, it, I, no, so it, I, it was bad. It was so bad.
1: I did, it was I, bad. I, I, on Letterboxd, I was going to give it a half star, and I gave it a one star, because I said, you know what? I hated it, but he sure was trying something.
2: Yeah. You know, I've got to be real, Matt. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was. <laughs> <laughs> because, all right, let, let's because, not because, delve
3: into all right, a
0: right, men man kid. am i right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't live with him can't live without him
2: i mean, uh, he could. I mean maybe you could such a dumb movie <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he said there, i'm not trying it's not an intelligent movie and you know what he I was agree. right it was not an intelligent movie i don't know if a thought went into it actually well
3: thanks We're, for coming here everyone
2: we yeah. didn't yeah. i don't want to end this podcast on you that no no. Talk- no 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 um, okay
1: I really, 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 really hope we see K. Hoi Kwan in just a shit ton more movies. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's put, him him yeah. put him in everything. Yeah, okay. put, okay. put, put, put him in everything. Put him in everywhere.
2: Everywhere. Put him in them all. At okay. 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 If you could pick a favorite actor from everything, everywhere, all at once, K. Hoi Kwan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna zag here, and I don't know the actress's name that Joy. played Joy. Yeah, uh, I,
1: Stephanie
0: Sue. Her yeah. facial expressions. Through the whole movie, where it was yeah. really not even her face, but the oh pain my. behind her eyes. You want to hear something
1: terrible? Unbelievable. You want to hear something that's just gonna ruin everything yeah. for it's you?
2: Stephanie uh,
0: shoe.
1: Stephanie shoe. Gotcha.
2: Because her Instagram bio says, "Like the shoe on your foot."
1: I like that. That's cute. Uh, do you know who they originally wanted to cast as Joy? But I like. I think the script was in development for too long that uh, she couldn't. Who? Aquafina.
2: Aren't you so glad? <laughs> so glad. That might have ruined so, the movie. I
1: do like Aquafina, but I no. a, a lot she of people could not don't have think anyone this. else could have played she it. Yeah, have I, no, I agree. I'd say
0: that for every character in this film. Yeah. I'm so no glad. One else yeah, for Could've the, amount of, any of these for the amount
1: of like semi big names in this movie, nobody feels like a big name. Well, there in this actually movie. was
3: an initial version of the script where uh, it was Jackie Chan. It was Jackie Chan and not Michelle Yoon. There, there was a funny. St- oh, and wait, I really, I can't yeah. even imagine what that one. Yeah, because
1: like. they they wanted they wrote this script with Jackie Chan in mind because they wanted to make like a kung fu kind of action multiverse yeah, but movie. K-Hikwan.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, but, oh then they, but then they
1: were like, why don't we just do Michelle Yeoh? Because she's fucking great.
0: Oh, and also a an, uh, Kung Fu action yeah, star. Yeah, yeah, but there's also, there's
1: also there's a funny article like a few weeks ago where Michelle Yeoh did an interview and she was like, yeah, I've been calling Jackie Chan to make fun of him that I got the role and he didn't. And it's pretty funny. Yeah.
0: And Jackie Chan probably loves that. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he's just a kind, gentle man. Allie,
3: who's, who's your favorite actor? I don't know. It was your question.
0: I know. You asked the damn question. <laughs> That's why she uh, asked you know it. Yeah. You know
1: what? You uh, know what? Mine was Mona Lisa, actually. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Money, please.
0: Money. You know what? Money. Harry, Money Harry Shum Jr. So <laughs> I will say, we got both of them in a movie in the last month. We had Sonic. Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz and, uh, and Sonic it, too, yeah. and he did do. Um. Uh. I it. am the.
2: Oh, in yeah, Sonic yeah, 2 Unfortunately Matthew. Yeah
0: Unfortunately he did a John Ralphio He the worst yeah, yeah I mean he was He was the worst part of the movie But
2: oh, Wait Oh yeah you gotta Well I don't have an answer They're what all the? my No you, you gotta pick We all I picked
0: don't...
3: one Cause I, I, I could just copped out And said all of them are great Pop out Cop probably, out
2: Probably Probably Michelle Terrible movie Okay okay. That's, okay. Fair. <laughs> that's still Or a but...
0: Okay I like that I like that
2: Or Gig one <laughs>
0: well, I will say one thing. We're definitely back. We're back. We're in the studio. Yeah. We're going to be coming at you with a podcast uh, mm-hmm. every week. I yeah. can confidently say that. I can confidently say that. I have well. an idea what next week's going to be because mm-hmm. it's my most anticipated movie in about 36 years. Yeah. So I'm yeah. really excited. Why I'm is only- the American
3: national anthem playing in the background and fighter jets, well, jets are going is
0: is that what you gave I us all enlistment papers? <laughs> dangerous. I gave you body oil, a volleyball, <laughs> pants that'll show your cock really well, and <laughs> enlistment papers. So get your shit ready. Kenny Loggins on repeat. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick this weekend. Only Thanks for
1: watching, and we'll see you on the next one. Good soup. Good soup. Good soup.
2: Good soup. I hear the club busting out to be. The only thing that's really caught my eye is lovely shoddy. She had a pair of apple-bottom
1: jeans, boots with the fur. She had the whole club staring
3: straight at her.